Alright, well this is Pastor Matt, and I am coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, I'm in a restaurant, and not in my basement like normal. Uh, this is my midweek study, and we didn't have Bible study this week uh, for Wednesday night, but that's okay, because I'm not there. Um, but you may notice some background noise, sounds like a lot of people in here, and it's a fairly crowded restaurant, I would say. Uh, I'm getting ready to have some smoked chicken tacos. I'm pretty excited about that. They're on their way to bring those. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I thought I would let you know what the background noise is. Uh, apologize if this is bad recording uh, etiquette, uh, but this is the best I can do. Um, I'm actually up here for a conference for school. It's called AVID, A-V-I-D. I'm teaching a class this year called the Avid Elective. I'm going to be teaching sophomores this class. Uh, it's one class out of the day. I'll still be teaching geometry the rest of the day. That's what I get to do this year. Uh, Avid stands for Advancement via Individual Determination. Uh, I accepted the invitation to teach this class because of two things. One, I had noticed some Avid students that had, well, actually, I didn't know they were AVID students initially, but I had some kids in a couple of my classes that would always be encouraging each other. And so, say I was teaching something, and one of them go, hey, you know, they would talk to each other, and they'd say, hey, you need to really be uh, making sure that you're doing this, doing that. Thank you. Oh, my waitress just brought me my drink. Um I need to be doing this, doing that. Come on, man. You know, they, they just like really encourage each other to do their homework and to pay attention while I was teaching. And I thought, man, that's interesting. And finally, I asked them, I said, what's what's the deal? Um, what, what I've just noticed that you guys are really like involved in wanting and they're like, oh, well, we're AVID students. And so that was my first encounter with what AVID was. I didn't know what it stood for or anything. Um but then I had an administrator, the administrator that was observing me. Um, she told me that I, she felt like I had a really good rapport with students. Um, I do think that's one of my strong suits is being able to develop a good relationship with kids and, and uh, getting them to trust me that I could, they can talk to me, I can talk to them. They're, you know, I, I've always felt like that was one of my stronger suits uh, as a teacher. Um, but hearing it from an administrator was very uh, reassuring, and she said, for the AVID teachers, they really, really want that. And so um, she asked me if I would consider being an AVID teacher, and this was last year, so she said, would you be an AVID teacher next year? And I said, sure, um, I think I'll do that. Uh, but anyway, so that led me to being at this conference. But as I've been at this conference, I've been through two days of... Okay, I don't want to, I'm not critiquing, but it's been two days of a lot of social interaction in a classroom environment. Activities, team building exercises, meeting new people, being required to talk to those new people. Oh, if you know me at all, church people, you know, wow, that's draining for me. But, but, I'm trying to choose joy, right? That's what we're talking about. I do recognize the benefits. I see the benefits, what I'm learning, and definitely see the benefits. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, instead of just being frustrated by the things that I don't like, thinking about what, what do I actually, 
what am I actually getting out of this? And there, there are a lot of benefits. Um, so see, you're not the only ones having to choose joy. This is way out of my comfort zone, and I'm trying to choose joy uh, in the middle of all of this. Right? So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I hear you. Uh, but anyway, this is why I'm in the restaurant actually by myself right now, because I... <clears throat> okay, can I be honest? I was kind of sick of being around people, and I'm like, kind of need to be by myself for a little bit. So, anyway, that's why I'm here by myself. A uh, little bit of a jump here. Let's get into this week's study. Um, I'm attempting to do some study while I'm in a restaurant, and you can hear it's loud in here. Uh, I've also had, tried to do a little bit in the hotel lobby or uh, in the hotel room, but I'm rooming with a guy. Um, it's going okay. It's going okay. Uh, I've had some good times. I, I, I don't actually mind the noise in the background, so I'm able to deal with that pretty well. Uh, the passage for this week is Philippians 3, 1 through 11, I think. Um, still in those beginning aspects of the study. So I'm not decided fully yet or, uh, how much I want to keep or not keep. Sorry, I had to take a, take a sip. Um, <clears throat> I, so I'm not decided fully. Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards maybe a, a mini-series for all of Chapter 3. So, it, it's tough because as I'm beginning my study of Chapter 3, it's there's not necessarily a sequential boom, boom, boom. You know, verses 1 and 2 talk about this, verses 3 and 4 talk. It, it, it just doesn't play out that way. But, but there are some big ideas, and there's not just one big idea. And so, um, trying to decide how I'm going to break this down into how many Sundays. Um, maybe one, maybe more. A little early in the study process. Uh, so, things may change. But I'd like to just give you an update as you're thinking about what's coming up for Sunday morning. Uh, about the direction that I'm heading. So, I want to give you two specific ideas. One of those ideas is where Paul says... Um, I'm not sure which verse it is because I don't have my Bible right in front of me at the moment. But he says, he talks about putting no confidence in the flesh. I, I know it's in the first few verses there. He says, I put no confidence in the flesh. Right? That's one idea. And he describes what he means by that. Um, uh, this what, What's he talking about when he says the flesh? And what does he mean when he says confidence? And he talks about that. Uh, the other idea that's kind of formulating already is... is well, it's, it's in more than one spot in all of chapter 3, and it's already shown up in chapter 2. But, uh, thank you. Absolutely, thank you very much. Okay, my waitress just brought me some smoked chicken tacos. Wow, this is a horrible uh, podcast. Um, smoked chicken tacos look pretty delicious, though. i got to be honest. I've got some chicken, and some, I see some black beans on here. Wow, uh, I am so sorry. I'm so distracted by this food. I'm going to have to wrap this podcast up pretty quick because this smells delicious. Okay, okay, real fast, real fast. Um, the other idea is found in Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, where I actually mentioned this when I started my study in Philippians. Uh, Paul says, 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and, the, and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. On the one hand, these things seem irreconcilable, I've got to be honest. No confidence of flesh is specifically talking about doing those things, those religious things possibly, or doing those good things that, that might give us some confidence in our standing before God and in our eternity. Yet he also seems to say that he's willing to do whatever it takes. So by any means possible, like whatever I, I have to do, I'm going to do, that he might attain to the resurrection of the dead. You know, on, on the other hand, here these two ideas are, and they're in the same passage. Hmm. Well, I'd like to encourage you to give chapter 3 of Philippians a read before Sunday. You can go back and read chapters 1 and 2. I actually have chapters 1 and 2 recorded if you go to the uh, Edgewood Education blog. Um, you can actually listen to me. I just read through chapter 1 and read through chapter 2. You could actually just listen to them. I know there's Bible apps that do the same thing, but if you wanted to hear your pastor's voice reading chapter 1 and 2, you could do that. Um, but I'd like to encourage you to dedicate the next few days to praying for God's wisdom for our church. Um, also, I also like to encourage you to invite, 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 invite people to church. Invite them to church. Invite them to say, hey, we're studying Philippians. We've been choosing joy. I hope that your joy in your situations has been, oh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for here. Maybe, maybe it's been contagious. People have been saying, why are you so happy lately? You can say, man, we've been talking about choosing joy at church, and, and you should come. Uh, so invite, invite people, and hopefully you've been living out these passages of Scripture that Paul is teaching. Well, you've been living them out in such a way that you'll be able to invite people, and they might go, hmm, there, there, there's something interesting. Well... I'm going to close this podcast because I don't want my chicken tacos to get cold. So I am wrapping this up, and uh, I look forward to seeing you all on Sunday. Goodbye.